Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Lauren Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. Okay, a lot of weird stuff going on in the world of entertainment this week. Let me share this headline with you from page six. It's about Lizzo. And look, I like Lizzo's music, but man, this is very disturbing. From page six, quote, Lizzo forced dancers to eat bananas from sex workers' vaginas during Amsterdam trip. Bombshell lawsuit. Wow. Lizzo's being sued for sexual harassment for forcing her dancers to eat bananas out of hookers' vaginas. That is something I never thought I would read. Yeah, crazy. I also want to point out that it was a sad week for um, celebrity deaths. Two deaths that I did not see coming. Paul Rubens, best known for his work as Pee Wee Herman. And, you know, Paul Rubens has been in a lot of films and he was so ageless to me. I, I never really felt like I saw him age. So that was, that was heartbreaking. And then gosh, this is huge. I mean, I don't know if anyone watches euphoria, but it's huge in the sense that this kid was only 25, but Angus cloud, uh, he played Fezco in euphoria and he died a Monday. So his mom had called 911 for a suspected overdose. And yeah, later that or his mom, his mom called Monday uh, morning. I think it was 11 a.m. And then the news released the headlines that he had passed away later that night. So it's a suspected overdose. But Angus lost his dad the week before. And the two were very close. And, and he was very open about struggling with mental health issues. So I think a lot of his family and friends are just like, oh my gosh, we didn't see this coming, but we totally understand. So he is a huge loss as well as Paul Rubin. So my prayers go out to their families. Oh my goodness. All right. So something happier. Let's move on to something happier. Um, my guest for today, Teddy Mellencamp. So Teddy is known for her work on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And she also has a podcast called two teas in a pod. She also has a wellness business and she um, speaks to that as well. She was once a fitness influencer um, and she had a blog called LA Workout Junkie, but you'll hear all about her business and, and the podcast. But oh, and obviously she is the daughter of John Mellencamp. But I just think it's it's funny sometimes because I interview these housewives and I don't watch the show, you guys. I think I've said that before. It's I've watched a few episodes, but it's just very funny because a lot of the times I'm like, okay, I don't really want to talk about the housewives. I want to talk about other stuff. And that might annoy people uh, that listen and that watch the show and want that tea. So I do apologize for that. But that doesn't change the fact that I really enjoy talking to these women because they're absolutely fascinating. So Teddy and I have a great chat. She's very easy to talk to. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy her. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology 
meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. And here's your prescription. I know just the pharmacy to get this filled. Who are you? A pharmacy benefit manager. A middleman your insurer uses to decide which medicines you can get, what you pay, and sometimes even which pharmacy you should go to. Why can't I go to a pharmacy in my neighborhood? Because I make more money when you go to a pharmacy I own. <laughs> no one should stand between you and your medicine. Visit phrma.org slash middleman to learn more. Paid for by Pharma. Hi, Teddy. Hi, Lauren. How's it going? How are you? Well, it's good. How are you? I'm good. I just, um, I'm sweating. I live in Manhattan. I just did uh, two camp drop-offs. My kids are super annoying. They insist on going to different camps. Um, and I'm like a sucker and I'm like, okay, whatever you want, you guys. <laughs> I, I, I feel you. I know. Mine are always want to go to different ones as well. And then of course they have to start right around the same time. So yeah. it's like, code red because they both cannot be one minute late I wonder where they get it wait oh my gosh so it's really funny because my daughter is like that but my son he could care less he's like whatever but um I don't know if this is what you do or, or your your deal but with my husband I like to pick and choose what I ask him to do and I feel like I can I can stand sweating for 20 minutes right to get to two drop-offs so like I don't ask him to do that you know <laughs> I'm so weird I can't yeah I don't either. I, I'm particular about the things that I ask. Like, I would rather sweat it out and figure that out. And then on the weekend, like, know that he is, is going to take the kids to go see a movie or go to a sporting event or something where, like, I can actually have chill time because I'd be working anyway now. So it's like, mm-hmm. if, if I have a chance to actually decompress, I will always choose that. Wait, we are two peas in a pod then because I like last week I was like, hey, <laughs> no, really, because I was like, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And then Sunday, I really want to sneak out for 90 minutes to get my nails done. And, and it's like weird. It's like, it, feel, it feels weird asking, quote unquote, but I guess that's kind of how it goes, right? I think it's a trade-off. And I think that, you know, there's some weeks that where you're able to feel like you can do everything. And there's some weeks where you're like, nope. I got to yep. put up some boundaries and here we got to do this and, you know, kind of go from there. Absolutely. Um, so I want to hear about two teas in a pod. This sounds right up my alley. It's so much fun. You know, I had originally done a health and wellness podcast for iHeart and I loved it, but I kind of, we talked about all the different topics and I had learned a lot and, iHeart reached out to me and they were like, listen, would you be interested in doing a podcast where you recap Housewives? And I was like, oh, gosh, you know, like, <laughs> I don't even watch the show anymore. You know, like, I really was like hemming and hawing about it. And then I was like, Teddy, that's not who you are. Like, you are, you're an investigator by nature. Mm. You love to share your opinion, whether people want to hear it or not. <laughs> and so I was like, listen, if I can have a co-host, and I'm not just talking 
to myself about it, then yeah. I'll be down. And I said, but the caveat is I want to pick my co-host. Oh. And they were like, okay, well, these were our suggestions. And I was like, okay, well, that's me. I would love to have Chandler Chester. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, she's, you know, she's, yeah, I was like, she's opinionated. She's fun. Um, at the time, she also wasn't on Orange County so we were both fired housewives, as we like to call it. So we were, we had very strong opinions, and we still do. And we, you know, were millions and millions of downloads later, and number one in TV and film. So we, I mean, it's just too much fun. I know. I was looking up your stats, and I was like, holy crap, you guys are incredible. And I listened um, to, I don't remember which episode, but I do... I love the rapport you guys have. It's supernatural. It seems so unscripted. I mean, and I, I get it. Like, I feel like a podcast has to be somewhat scripted to a degree, but you guys are really good um, about not talking over each other. You just, you're, you're really great together. Really lovely. Oh, thank you. It's definitely a learned thing. I remember our first podcast and we were like, what is that? You know, we both have to look. It's a little bit easier than where it's on radio or something like that because at least we can see each other. Mm. So we have that moment. But, um, you know, it's just getting stronger and more fun. And the more that we agree and then disagree, it makes it for a more dynamic show. And so it's gotten to kind of second nature where we're like, listen, what we say on the pod stays on the pod and then we're, we're good. <laughs> Yes. Remember, now I have to recap her on Orange County with another. I, I recap Orange County with Cynthia Bailey because she can't talk about Orange County. And oh. I'm always like, oh, Tam, did you listen to the pod? She's like, I, I did. Mm. Okay. I mean, the thing is, though, I feel like. Moving. You are the perfect person, though, to to decipher this because you understand you you know you were a cast member, so it's like you understand how it goes. Sometimes you can't help doing this. Sometimes you know you might look a certain way that you didn't intend to because the magic of of the camera and the magic of editing. So I feel like you're very forgiving. I, I, we always say you're only as good as last week's episode. So we're, we're very fair weather. We're like, listen, we could love you one week and the next week you could drive us absolutely nuts. But that's what, the way I truly look at these housewife shows, even though, yes, it is reality, it's also a television show. So, like, mm -hmm. I really don't take it too seriously. Like, I may sound intense, but that's just my voice in general. So <laughs> it's like I'm really having fun with it. And I know that they're creating a entertainment for us. And yes. yes, it is real life, but you know, bless them for showing their real life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and for us to comment on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't even imagine the paperwork that you have to sign to be a housewife. I, I feel like it stresses me out. I'm getting hives even thinking about what you have to sign just because it's like all the fine print of like, yeah, go ahead. I know. I remember when I first, you know, got offered the job, I was like, I want to put in my contract that we can't discuss this, this, and this. And they were like, uh, go kick Dude. rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. Fine. Um, yeah. But it, you know, at the end of the day, it did so many amazing things for my business all in by Teddy. Um, I remember the first day I even spoke about being an accountability coach when I was on Beverly Hills. I think we got 10,000 emails. Like it, 
just, wow. it's unbelievable the amount of people that watch the show. And then if you share one thing, you know, I think I shared, I struggled with postpartum anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And so going all in is something I needed to do to like to make my life feel better, more manageable, to help with my marriage, all of these things. And just sharing that little bit. So many other women were like, oh, my gosh, I feel you. That's where I am. I, I need the same help. I need the same support. And, it, you know, I'm happy that, that my business has been able to change over 30,000 lives now. And I, yeah. I think um, being on the show as, as part of the caveat to that. Okay, I just got chills. I know that sounds dumb, but I really did. I've never, I mean, I feel like I've interviewed a lot of women that were part of the Housewife franchise from, you know, Dolores to Luann and, um you know, this is what you just said. It's really, it's really wonderful. And um, I don't think a lot of people, I shouldn't say people, I should say a lot of cast members can really say uh, what you've said. So you should be so, so proud of yourself, Teddy, seriously. Oh, thank you. I think it mainly stemmed from the business was already intact when Mm. I started the show. So oftentimes you'll see housewives try to create a business once they start the show and then it doesn't feel necessarily authentic to who they are. And then yeah. you're like, okay, am I really going to buy this, you know, whatever it may be, candle or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. this was something I lived and breathed and I still do and I still run the business. So I think because of that, a lot of people related to my struggle. And I think the more, and truthfully, people are like, what made you comfortable sharing? I'm like, the more I share, the better I feel because then I don't yeah. feel so alone. Yeah, And um, so it, it really was uh, cathartic for me as well. I'm just curious, how long after, I guess, did you realize that you um, were postpartum? Because I, I remember my first kid, it took me probably a year to realize how, like, I don't want to say psycho, but I was like manic. I was not okay. I mean, and it took me a year to look back and say, oh, wow, that was insane. Well, I would say because it was such a, with my um, fertility struggles, I was on so many different steroids and hormones and medications. And, you know, I had, a you know, a bunch of miscarriages. And I think there was just so much going on between, you know, having my first two kids that it was about eight months post my second um, that I was like, who am I? And what am I doing? And what kind of life do I want to be living? And why am I covering up these, the way that I'm feeling? And Mm -hmm. that's when I was like, I I just went rogue and like started this Instagram and said, Hey, I'm changing my life today. Follow along if you're interested. And, you know, people did because they either wanted to see me succeed or fail. And that's (laughs) how the business started. But that I didn't know was a business at the time. I, you know, for 365 days, I just, the changes I was making in my life to hold yeah. myself accountable. There was nothing about another business and it wasn't until other women were like, hold on, we want to <laughs> do that, but we don't want to do it on Instagram. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> like we, 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 we want someone to do it for us. And I was like, right. oh my gosh, yeah, this is something I could do. And, and it really, it, that, even that level of accountability of knowing that I could had to, you know, practice what I preached in order to help others. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, this is this is making me feel better too. But I would say around the eight month mark with my son, so oh, my daughter's nice. you know two years older than him. So uh, who knows? It was a it was a, a wild three years. Yeah, and then do you think that um, 
this is why you felt like, you know what, I can, I can do a third. I can, I can handle a third. Or did you always want three kids or? I have a stepdaughter as well who's older, and okay. um, so I, we thought we were pretty much done. And then I, because I, I had IVF, and I didn't think I could get pregnant naturally. And then I didn't know I was pregnant. You know, my baby, she's three years old, and my son's, you know, he's he's nine. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely not. It, we were we were on a trip to Mexico, and I didn't know I was pregnant until I was fifteen weeks pregnant. So. Um, <sighs> Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. That actually happened. I know. Wow. <laughs> so that, that's like one of those things where you... Sorry, go ahead. I'm just so excited. Like, no, I was going to say, yeah, like you just randomly, I was like, gosh, you know, I don't feel, I don't feel that great all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on. And then and per, it just takes one person to say, could you be pregnant? And I was like, right. nah. Yes. Eight, eight later, I was. Oh my gosh. And you know what? I always feel like when I hear people's stories, like I didn't know I was pregnant till 15 or 18 weeks. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous because that first two months is so nerve wracking with all the appointments and, and just everything with, I'm just like, I'm so jealous. Cause you kind of fast tracked, like, you know, by far my easiest pregnancy and I probably because I didn't know for the first trimester and I yes. didn't have all the worries that I had with my IVF and my insemination baby so it was like you know it, yeah yeah God yeah. definitely blessed us with our baby death I was gonna say I was gonna say well um Teddy you're so awesome oh my gosh I wish you lived in New York and I could see you out and about but is there anything else that you want to plug um you know besides your podcast and your business and um, you know, your lovely children? Uh, no, I think that's the biggest thing. I think, you know, if you are into Bravo, you definitely need to listen to Two Teeth in a Pod. If you are wanting to change your life in any capacity, we hold you accountable to where you are and what it is that you want to change. Right now, we're offering an amazing promo code of $100 off our jumpstart. Go to allinbyteddy.com or, you know, just follow me on Instagram at Teddy Mellencamp or at Go All In by Teddy. We share recipes and fun fit tips and all kinds of stuff and uh, just day-to-day life stuff. So I love it. I love it. We are here for any questions that you have. Amazing. Well, Teddy Mellencamp, thank you so much. It's been so awesome to talk to you. Thank you. It was nice to meet you. Bye. Okay, that was Teddy Mellencamp. She was cool. I told you guys this. Um, I also want to point out that big news for Barbie, that's about to join the Billionaire Club in box office numbers, which is crazy. I still haven't seen Barbie yet. It's on my list. I'm weighing letting my seven-year-old see it. I'm I'm really not sure. I wanted to see it first and then and then decide and then take her but i'm getting a lot of pressure from her so we'll see we'll see uh but it's just funny because i've i've done two new segments where i've commented on barbie and i've said i haven't seen this yet but i will do my best but anyway thank you everyone for listening to lauren interviews we will be back next week with another episode